Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Pervy ex-stepfather gets his just desserts, a nuclear revenge tale that took 15 years to pay off. My ex-stepfather, I refuse to acknowledge that he married my mother, and since my mother is deceased, I shouldn't have to anymore, is an awful man. My mother married him because she thought I needed a man in my life to help raise me. He was abusive verbally and was just a toxic person to be around. Even when my mother and he divorced, he still insisted on trying to see me, and I had to be forced to go and see him and his new wife every other weekend. When I moved away from the city he was in, due to me ending up in foster care, I didn't bother looking him up, nor trying to find out if he was even still alive. So, when I moved back in 2008, I was kind of surprised to find out that he was still alive. When I moved back to the city, I'd worked my butt off and bought my first car, a 1992 Buick Regal Custom. I loved that car, and I also loved helping people out, which was easier with a car. Well, my ex-stepdad knew about the car because he'd see me driving around town, running errands for the local homeless shelter where I volunteered, taking guys to the doctor's office when they didn't want to take a bus, stuff like that, and he was a resident at said shelter. Through my volunteer work at the shelter, I befriended a couple of young guys who had landed on hard times and were just working odd jobs to save up some money to move back to their hometown, the same town I'd moved back to the city from. After hearing about this and their plans to just get a greyhound down there, I told them no, that I'd actually drive them for like $40 in gas saving them about $250. We made arrangements and set a date for their departure. Apparently, my ex-stepdad heard about this, so he cornered them in the shower that night, told them that he was going to have his way with them, and that I would be expecting the same kind of payment when I got them to that town. When they refused, he threatened to kill them, so they finally accepted. When I pulled up to pick them up the next morning, I can tell the air was off, like something had happened. Yesterday, these two guys were eager to leave the city behind, and now they treated my car as if it had live vipers in the passenger seat. So I asked them what was up. They told me they didn't know about leaving the city with me, and I assured them it would be fine, not knowing what my ex-stepdad had done the night prior. After a little coaxing, and me mentioning that the Greyhound doesn't even run to where they were trying to go, they loaded up my truck and off we went. I could feel the tension in the car, and it had become so thick that you could slice through it using a hydrojet. After we crossed into the neighboring state, they asked me if I could just drop them off at a hotel, and they would try to find another way of going to where they were going. I said I didn't mind, but I wanted to know what brought on the sudden change of plans. After a tearful choking up in the back seat, they told me what had transpired the night before with my ex-stepdad, and I saw red. Oh, I absolutely despise this man. I wanted to. No, I needed to hurt him. But how? After assuring the two boys that they were going to be fine and that I wasn't even about to put them through what he did, they finally allowed me to take them all the way to their town. I instructed them to file assault charges against him and to make sure they submit DNA samples to the police, and they assured me they would. 
On the way back, I plotted my revenge against him. And that's when it dawned on me. My ex-stepdad was a registered offender for some stupid night when he was 16. He had told me before that he was caught urinating on an elementary school swing set as a youth and had to register. That was the main reason I ended up in foster care to begin with. Something about child endangerments, bureaucratic BS. I also know that he didn't register in our state for the last couple of years because had he done so, he would have been kicked out of the shelter he was staying in since they do a three times a day, seven day a week community outreach meal for not only the residents, but those who need a hot meal that day, which would also include children. So on the way back, I informed the office of admission staff that they had an offender in their shelter. And if they didn't get him out, I would report the shelter to the police. They had one of those safe spot stickers designating the shelter as a safe space for kids. Did I forget to mention that this shelter also ran a youth summer camp and had a youth correctional facility and the library right next to it? They took action almost immediately, but when they went to evict him, he was nowhere to be seen. He'd taken off, not to be seen again, or so I thought. You see, when he vanished from the shelter that day, he thought the safest place to hide out was in his hometown, nine states away. A smarter person would have looked up what his registration entailed and would have known that fleeing across state lines without informing law enforcement is a felony. And it doesn't just stop at the state one left, but carries over to every state between point of origin and destination. So he had over nine felony charges against him just for that little jaunt. Fast forward to about three months ago. I get a message from the two boys on Facebook asking me for my new number. I give it to them and I'm almost immediately put in touch with a county sheriff who had a federal agent in his office asking if I knew where my stepdad was. As I was telling both gentlemen that I didn't have a clue, my Facebook pinged. It was my ex-stepdad's wife telling me to give her husband a chance to reconcile. I couldn't believe it. A quick look on her page revealed that they were together, living in my hometown. And what's more, seriously, future Darwin Award winners here, they were living next door to the school he was caught urinating on all those years ago. I relayed that information to both gentlemen and asked them what charges they had on him. They said they had two counts of statutory on him and three counts of felony evasion. I mentioned his failure to register and that the day he'd left my hometown, he'd ran to his hometown nine states away. The county sheriff informed me that he was calling from that county and he wasn't aware of the failure to register charges, but thanked me for informing him. Ladies and gentlemen, that dirtbag that nearly ruined my life, my trust with other people and my reputation in my hometown was finally getting what is owed to him. 25 to life for everything and isn't eligible for parole for another 17 years if he lives that long. He is better off rotting in the depths of Tartarus for the lives he ruined. Wow, what an incredible start to the episode. I mean, I don't even need to say this, but yeah, what a truly horrific monster this guy is. The thing that springs to mind right now is do you reckon he's lying about when he was 16 and urinating on the swings? Do you think actually it was a lot worse than that and he's not telling the truth? I guess the only way to really know is to look up the case yourself. That would be very interesting. Part of me thinks that it might have been worse. I guess the only positive from this entire story is that he is locked up for life, it seems. But the lives that he's ruined, I mean, is that even justice? I don't even know. Wow, what a start. Let's carry on. Put prawn viruses on our computer? Get kicked out by Mama Bear. This happened years ago. I believe I was around nine or ten. My mum was dating this jerk. We'll call him Jay. He was never the best to me and my little brother. Lots of physical and emotional abuse from that man that went on behind the scenes when my poor mother was never home. Jay had a prom problem, I guess, which led to many viruses on our computer my brother and I shared with the man. My brother and I tried our best to get rid of them, considering how young we were, but one day we were just getting home from school. Mum picked us up, brought us home, and we decided to jump on the computer and play some Roblox, the early 2010s. But we were rudely interrupted by one of those pop-ups. My mum heard and marched over, looked through the search history, and found several prawn sites. She got rid of them and let us continue playing on the computer. 
I guess she was waiting for Jay to come home from work or from the liquor store to chew a piece off of him We heard my mother screaming at him saying she'd pack up his stuff and send it off on a greyhound to his hometown If she saw it one more time now me being a conniving nine-year-old thought why not give myself the best birthday present and quickly plotted a plan So I would sneak onto the computer before school and simply go on to Pronhub. I closed the tab but left the search in history and went to school I was waiting to get home and all I knew was that my mum would use the computer eventually Finally, we got home. It was a half day So mum had to get off of work early to drive us home again like clockwork It was back to roblox and music. I checked the search history and called mum over She saw the search and her face went red She looked at us and told us to help her pack jay's stuff a few hours later It was all packed up and at the greyhound station. It was sent to one of his relatives place We returned to the house and gave him his ticket before we dropped him off at the greyhound. My mum was so happy She never knew what happened until two years ago when she was asking about a certain thing that happened during her and jay's relationship She looked at me and smiled She thanked me and we both ended that topic with he's a jerk. Yep genius. That is crazy One google search deleting the tab just leaving it in the history knowing what you've done has ruined this guy's life Fantastic stuff and let's be honest. He kind of brought it upon himself, but still great from you it is a bit strange though like the fact that your mum was really happy that you got caught suggests that she was just looking for an excuse to get rid of him anyway so she should have probably got rid of him earlier than she did and then even years later when she was like oh you did it okay cool i don't really care i'm happy that's a bit weird do it yourself rather than waiting for something to happen but apart from that great revenge let's move on to the final story of today's episode Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Trashy bosses F around and find out. I had a job working warehouse slash delivery for a store. The entire corporate structure was built on treating the people below you like trash and that was passed down through every level Managers would just bark orders and complain at you for any reason they could think of They paid about 25 cents over minimum wage and the bosses drove bmws and mercedes The big boss lived in an 8 million dollar house Our store was the freight hub for four others in the little chain So we got to know the drivers from the other stores well as they were always coming to load freight or drop stuff off One day we're sitting with two drivers from another store and buddy remarks that he and his partner are working over 60 hours per week i say he must be doing okay with all that overtime pay but he says they're not getting overtime just paid a straight time rate i asked him if he signed an averaging agreement and he says no he shows me his pay stub and there it is his partner comes back and confirms all of this and they've been doing it for months he'd asked his manager about overtime and been told that straight pay was just the way it worked I tell them that's illegal and I urge them to take it to labor relations. They're reluctant to rock the boats, figuring they'll be fired, so I drop it. We never got any overtime. Our warehouse was busy, our store was not. A couple of months later, they're in again and Buddy's partner tells us that he and his girlfriend are moving back east and he's giving his notice. I tell him again to file a complaint. There's nothing to lose now, so he does. A few weeks go by and when I come in one day, there are expensive boss cars parked all along the loading dock. 
my workmate says something big is going down All the managers have been summoned and are inside with a bunch of people in suits So we wander upstairs to see what's going on The company bookkeeper had an office in our store and handled all the payroll He was a chinese immigrant a nice guy The bosses were trying to pin this on him saying he didn't speak english very well Which was true and had obviously therefore screwed everything up It turns out he was a pretty cagey guy He knew what they told him to do was illegal and he was able to produce all the records of him telling them that and of them telling him to basically just shut up and do it he hands it all over to them and quits i see buddy with a new partner a few weeks later he's got a pay stub for about 15 paychecks worth of earnings the company got caught for all the overtime pay and a pretty substantial fine on top of that added bonus the second in command had driven over a nail when he parked his silver bmw on the loading dock and had a flat when he came out of the store he opened his trunk and called me over and said change that for me I told him sorry that's not my job and if i hurt myself my compensation claim would be denied as he went in to call a tow truck i stood on the loading dock and gazed upon all the havoc i'd wrought and my heart was glad wow that's actually an amazing story the fact that op's diligence has probably changed a lot of people's lives if anything given them a lot of money that they deserved and destroyed this company it's just brilliant to see can you imagine being op in that last sentence just looking around you and thinking you know what i've done this Everything right now is just completely effed and it's all because of me all in the name of justice Good people getting what they deserve and bad people that have done bad things getting proper punishment You love to see it and that is why I love this subreddit Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway Like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.